and welcome back to the spice rick today we're going to be talking about 12 dates of christmas by jenny bayless disclaimer if you have not read this book and you don't want spoilers for this book hit pause go read the book come back listen to this episode laugh a little bit cry a little bit you know we don't know we don't know what you do when you listen to this at you could be doing anything second disclaimer there will be explicit content so if you don't fucking like that shit get the <laughs> hell out bitch <laughs> wow like she said the 12 dates of christmas um by jenny bayless is what i picked i try to pick something with like a cartoony like cover because they're usually pretty chill after rc cola or whatever name was i didn't want to read anything too traumatic so rc cola so i found this one and i really like this sort of idea behind it the blurb if you will so like it says 12 dates we got to get into this so kate turner her friend matt and her best girlfriend, Sarah, live in a small town called Bellexford, England. I looked it up. Couldn't find it in like the one second that I did any kind of research on it. Don't think it exists. But there's a ton of really cute little villages and towns out there. So um, it's right. It's right outside of London. Like so like a couple of hours, which is she goes back and forth. So that's whatever. So a couple Kate, of hours. Yeah, she lives like a couple of hours out, like a train ride out from london okay i don't know well, I have no... at least oh <laughs> that being said so uh she's single and I, you know like i can't tell if she's like recently single or if she's just been single for a while she dated this guy dan who was kind of like sporty or whatever but they didn't work out she kind of self-sabotages every relationship she ever gets in. So she it doesn't last very long. Or it lasts a while and then it trickles out. So her, Matt, and her... No. Okay, so her, Matt, his girlfriend, Sarah, and then her best friend, Laura. Not best friend, Sarah. Best friend, Laura. Live in Blexford. And they, I'm like... I'm so confused. That's too many listen, people. I know. And we're not even... We're not even... <laughs> like, mean... we've... Who's the main character? Kate is the main character. All right. But these people are also significant in the story. That's the only reason I brought them up. So Matt owns uh, the Pear Tree, which is a bakery coffee house in town. Um, And Laura works at Blexford Manor, which she manages it. And they do all these events and stuff. And it's owned by Lord and Lady. And she kind of like organizes and manages a house um and it's being used by a company called um lightning strikes and they're the ones who's putting on the 12 dates of christmas you pay up, up front and they pair you up with um different people and match you up for 12 different dates and you just kind of see how it goes and so that's what kate is doing uh 12 at, dates yep in how much time that's there weren't any um there like, weren't any like a dates, date a day you would, you would no it's like over i guess the the month of december so a date every two days i don't have enough outfits yeah like it's it's but they're not exhausting. like super elaborate dates they're like 
I'll get into it anyway. It doesn't have to be elaborate. I'm exhausted. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Listen, I was just like, wow, that it does seem exhausting. Like as she goes through these dates, it's you want me like to show up smelling good, hair washed, coochie waxed. <laughs> got to be waxed just in case. Yeah. Listen, you, you got to be on the ready. In good outfit I haven't worn before because I'm not an outfit repeater. Ooh. Yeah, listen. Makeup done to the gods. To the gods. Heels? Glory to God. <laughs> and be impressive to other people. No. Oh, Immediately, it's a lot. no. But listen, and I'm paying for this? No. Yeah. Well, Kate's here and she's like, she's pretty, she's a good sport for sure. Kate's a um, psychopath. Maybe. And so, how do you find 12 people? Anyway. That's a company that's finding them for you. But yeah. So Literally Matt, like paid. I said, Matt, like I said, owns a pear tree. It's a little coffee shop. It's like the most like loved coffee shop in town. And Kate is always there like helping. They're like best friends. They've known each other since they were kids. Laura as well. Matt and Kate around college um, or like just before co- college had a falling out. And um, it was like a real emotional time because Matt lost his mom and his sister right around like graduation and when he was like 17. And so he had a really hard time with that. Um, And his mom owned the pear tree and left it to him. And then he was like, I'm just going to leave it and kind of shut it down. And then later came back after having gone to college, came back and was like, I'm just going to open this up. And so that's how we got to running the business. Um, It's called the pear tree because there is a pear tree behind it. And they used to play in it as kids. And like, it's just like this cutesy little story. Um, He's dating Sarah, who's the headmistress at the Blexford like primary school. I think it's elementary school, I believe. Um, So let's get into the dates. Day number one is Richard. Richard. Dick. Dick, (laughs) which Laura actually brings that up that she's going to call him Dick. So he ends up not showing up. And Kate ends up back at the pear tree with Matt, just like baking and getting ready for the next day. Like nothing significant happens about that. Um, Dick paid for this and he didn't show up. Yeah. Me thinks something else is afoot. Well, so she ends up back there just hanging out. Um, She's disappointed because he's like, he, they say he had his job is something to do with hedge funds. And um, and trim my hedge fund. (laughs) Come on, Dick. So he, so he's (laughs) also built like a rugby player. He plays, he plays rugby, and so I don't know if you've been on TikTok, but rugby players, okay, rugby players. If you haven't, please (laughs) do yourself a favor. I insist. Go and look up rugby. (laughs) We insist. We insist. Like they're just gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Yeah, just amazing. So, um, but he he flakes on her, so she ends up back at the pear tree with Matt. Now, a little more backstory. What a dick. A little more backstory. Katie, Katie, listen to me. Kate um was like her parents are divorced. She's living in her childhood home um that she ended up 
keeping she went off to london after the big fight with matt she went off to london and then kind of traveled the world um and then came back to blixford because uh she found out that her dad after her mom left him uh with this guy jerry uh to go live in spain she came back because her dad was really depressed Mm -hmm. and matt was taking care of her dad and so it was in that process that they became friends again and obviously now are best friends so nothing really happens date number two is michael he and it's a cookery date so they're they're cooking like he's a vegan so they're cooking like vegan thai food um and he ends up he works at an art gallery in london um, they have a good date and they kind of bond over having shitty parents but then michael ends up like breaking down breaking all the way down (laughs) sobbing in the middle of this date in the middle of the date like crying his eyes out michael yeah about his ex and how she dumped him and then he's she's and katie's like kate i mean i keep calling her katie i was reading katie in my head but kate ends up being like why don't you just get back in touch with her and try again and that's kind of how that date went never heard from him again so then wow. wow yeah so so basically she um kate is a fabric designer she works for a company called liberty and she designs print for um fabrics and so she's designing um these prints and it kind of goes through like how she gets inspiration from everything she sort of sees and she's working on her collection and uh matt's matt's cool he's kind of like interested in it and they kind of talk about it like back and forth but not too much and then um like he's always sort of saying snarky things about her going on these dates like oh well richard sounds like a murderer you know and stuff like that like and so he's well, always matt got, like, is dating sarah right 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 and so he's always like oh, i thought he was dating lauren is there a Lauren in this? No, it's there's a Laura. Laura, at that time. Laura's the best, the other best friend who's married to her childhood sweetheart Ben, and they have two kids. Okay, and she's sort of okay. like an kind of an overworked mom, like, and so that's but kind Matt of a funny. Is with aside. Sarah, huh? Matt is, Matt is Sarah. dating Sarah, who is okay. the headmistress at the primary right, school. Right, okay, right. I'm just trying to keep up. So it's really date, tough. Right. So date four is Sam. And they're going out for cocktails and they all have like really cute like names, like suggestive names like orgasm, orgasmic and stuff like that. And so she gets there and he's this kind of biker guy. He's got like leather on, you know, like TikTok girlies, you know, and TikTok uh, girlies know they know, <laughs> but he ends up being interested in somebody else. And oh. so so he's like, I'm so sorry. Talks to because his representatives there. And um, he goes talk to the rep and is like, I really, I'm hitting off with this girl. Can oh, I just. Like in the moment. He's, in the moment. He's... Yeah. Can I just sit over here with her? Sorry, Kate. I don't mean to be rude. And oh. so they're like, sure. So they swap and she ends up with Tragic. Oliver, who is this six foot something lumberjack bearded Indian gentleman who uh, they end up getting pretty drunk and they end up kissing, making out. He is, he's very much his vibe. So like he's a tree surgeon. 
And she finds out that, um, or he ends up admitting that he's told he's not totally over his ex, but he let her go. Then she wanted to pursue a career and he didn't want to stop that by, you know, being together and like settling down, which is what he wanted. So, so yeah. Um, you think there really are that many men who are like hung up on their ex? Gotta be. Gotta be, dude. Gotta be. I don't know. I don't know if there's that many that will like admit it. But I mean, like, you know, so day number five is Drew and she gets there. It's salsa night, dude. It's salsa oh. night. Um, Are these she... pre-approved? Can she salsa? Uh, Yeah, you pick the dates. So they have oh. different different okay. dates that you can pick from. And so you Got pick it. the dates. Uh, So she ends up meeting up with Drew, this tall, fit black guy. And she's like, oh, my God, this could really go down like oh this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Drew's gay. But he does salsa. Oh, my God. <laughs> but he does salsa. She's sort of, she's out of Blex- Blexford at this point. And so she, um, so, and it's snowing. It's December, so it's snowing. She gets done salsa dancing, and then her car little mini Cooper won't start and so um she's like kind of like I don't know what to do whatever but guess who shows up to save the day not <gasps> dick <gasps> Richard dick! he apologizes said he his kid was in the hospital oh he meant to get back to her but he couldn't because they don't have each other's numbers the company gets back and forth with each other with the kid with them each other and so he couldn't get to her like he couldn't text her anything to be like I'm not coming and it kind of like slipped out of the back of his head. So he just like, cause he was dealing with this kid, whatever. Um, and so Is he, this a random show up? Or no, did he, he know she was this, gonna be there? No, no, he had picked this date as well. So he had been there, but they didn't see each other because it was like sort of a club setting. So he ends up helping her start her car, making sure she gets home. And they kind of have a, a talk and they're kind of hitting it off. And so that is that they exchange phone numbers and then she's like cool like we'll just take it from here and you owe me a date let's go dick yeah so (laughs) date number six is uh it's called date with mate so you get to bring your friend and it's just sort of like a group of people like getting together having drinks and so sarah goes with because laura is busy with her kids sarah and matt's girlfriend ends up going with kate to this this drink thing and they get there everything's fine they're sort of like looking around seeing people sort of naturally pair up with other people and then uh, kate sees oliver and sarah goes oh my god i've got to go and kate's like what why like what's what's wrong and she's like that's my ex the indian lumberjack guy yeah okay okay i I wasn't i was like who the hell she's like rolling downhill yeah so sarah's trying to get out without being noticed and crawling on the floor and oliver peeps kate and it's like oh my god kissed you that day and like let's talk and so she comes they're talking and kate's kind of like trying to make it like don't see my friend and oliver's like sees sees sarah on the floor and it's like sarah and that's when, yeah. So there's sort of like an awkward hello. The girls get out real fast. And Sarah is like, I'm, there's nothing between Oliver and I anymore. 
please don't tell Matt that this happened. I don't want him to think that there was anything behind this or whatever. And so Kate's like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm not going to, sure. I'm not going to say anything. Yikes. Richard and Kate end up going have dinner and really hitting it off, snogging a little bit, making out. I don't really know what that means. I'm going to just be fair. Snogging? Snogging. Is that making out or is that more than making out? Yeah, I don't know. making out. Okay. Snogging. So they end up snogging. He's super charming and she's really starting to fall for him. No sex yet, but they're really trying to fall for each other. And, um, but she has another date and so does he. So like, cause they're going to get their money's worth. Literally what they, what they both said. We need to what get their money's worth. For. Yeah. So, um, date number seven is hiking with Phil who's 40. He owns a sporting store. He's Australian. He has a grown son and his ex and him are really good friends. She's back in. Oh my, what is with the exes? Well, I mean, like, Kate's in her early 30s. So, like, it's very unlikely, like, in your early 30s, you're going to find a guy who's, like, adjusted and also not, had never been, like, married or, like, you know. No, I just mean, like, friendly with the ex, still in love with the ex, thinks about the ex all the time. Like, this is, this is kid shit. These are emotional Grow up. Listen. Fair enough. Step but um, fuck up, Kyle. So she ends up like they exchange numbers. They have a really good time exchange numbers. And like, that's oh, kind of it. And so but she's really hitting it off with Phil. He's like fit, got a good like positive attitude. He's a good communicator. Ew. He's adventurous. <laughs> okay. Ooh. So um, but her and Richard are still a thing. So she's like, I don't know. I feel kind of bad. And Laura's like, don't feel bad going on dates Literally with someone isn't a relationship right like, you're just dating around like don't worry about it like so date number eight is jim and he ends up being a dick he ended up uh, they're having dinner or whatever he's super charming and everything and then he ends up being like hey so let's get out of here i rented a room down the street there in London oh, for the night. No. So let's like get to it. And she's like, um, sir, no. And then he's like, oh, please, please. He's like, you knew what you were signing up for. And she's like, no. So she leaves. Um, Ew. Okay. I don't, it's not that night, but like in the course of the next few days, Phil ends up calling her. And saying that he's going back to um, Australia because his ex has cancer and he's really like, (laughs) he's really like um, wanting to try it again with her. And he knows that even if nothing were to happen, he needs to take care of her. So is Richard the only one who is not somehow connected, stuck, like stuck on or whatever with his ex? Is he the only one? Seems like it. And how many are we at? We're at at seven eight eight this is the eight so um who's number nine so she she's like fair enough go live your life good luck adios so day number nine is edward and he's edward Edward. he's an it guy um and they're doing an escape room richard's there in his own group with his own date and so edward doesn't really hit it off like edward is like not great awkward really stiff 
hard to make conversation with. They get through the escape room. He kind of loosens up towards the end. And then he's like, okay, tell your boyfriend or whatever he is to you that I didn't touch you. And she's like, what? And he's like, tell him I didn't touch you and that everything's fine. Okay, but we know he's the consent king. We know Edward wouldn't touch a woman. Oh my god. Without her express permission. Based on our prior experience with Edwards. Of course. Oh, I skipped over a date. (laughs) But also boo. Um why why is he saying to tell for her to tell gotta be dick, right? Boyfriend. Well, so why is that would be the most random right. Same. I was reading, I was like, well. But um, so she finds out that Richard had been like threatening to him uh, before they went into, yeah, gross. Before they went into stuff. That's stuff. Yeah. And she basically says that she's furious. She tells him, like, I can't believe like you would even say that. Like, I'm not your property. We're not even dating. Like, yeah, we don't have any right to tell anybody that he ends up kind of like apologizing let me make it up to you blah 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 um Mm. takes her out and like into like the forest into a clearing and they have like a dinner set up and he's made hot toddies and he like tells her how like yeah so he ends up (laughs) being like really romantic and kind of like genuinely sorry about it and so she's like okay well fine they make out a little bit and then she goes home it's at this point. Oh, let me go back one more time because I missed one of my favorite dates. He was date. I skipped over it. Sorry. He was date number three. And that's Anthony. He was a firefighter and they went um, ice skating. He has three kids or two kids and he had um, is six, three. And they were like perfect for each other. Like the energy was there. Like they were vibing. And then he tells her he doesn't want any more kids. And she says, well, peace out because i want kids and you're great and everything and then speaking Wait, which of one was thinking, this anthony this three. Date I had number skipped. three we went back in time yeah sorry i just <laughs> want to say because my favorite poor storytelling oh. okay moving pack on it up whenever you're ready <laughs> pack it up hunter s thompson okay so essentially he's just my favorite day because like they were kissing and stuff and he was like asking permission it was cute okay and he was six three and wait this yeah. was anthony yeah this is just an i don't need is... to remember his name yeah don't know really. it's don't worry fine about him. just forget I'll him move on i'll move on I'm moving on okay we all forgot him gone i don't even know i forgot him in the beginning so anyway so we so we're out of the escape room whatever we're in the forest hot toddy is making out right right um and then they go to um Matt and some of their friends go to the city to get some Christmas trees because all of the Christmas tree farms been bought out. So they were going out of town to pick up trees to bring back to sell. And um, she sort of that's when you find out that like her first kiss was Matt and that she's really she's been in love with him. Um, and she just sort of admits it to herself. And now, listen, I, this is how I'm telling it. But like over time, ta- over the course, you can kind of see that happening in the book. But it's so much to like trickle that down. I'm Your gonna... best friend's boyfriend. Well, no, she was friends with him too. No, so. she, Matt's the best friend. Sarah's his girlfriend. Yeah. So, but she she was like your no. best friend's girlfriend's boyfriend. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um. <laughs> 
so they the boyfriend up, and the best friend are the same person. So the exactly. next day, so the next day, uh, he comes over, bangs on the door while she's in her house with Laura and her kid and Laura's kids and her dad, Mac, and bangs on the door and drops the tree off. And she opens the door and she's like, what's wrong? Because he's clearly upset. And then you find out that he found out that Oliver and Sarah had seen each other at the the dates with mates, like meet up, and that now she's asked them to have a break. And so then Matt, oh, no. who's extremely mad, says that Kate probably instigated it because she was jealous. Because oh my everybody else God. is happy in a couple. Pack it up. That's basically right. So that's what basically Libra energy. <laughs> oh my God. So that's basically No, you can't tell me Matt's not a Libra. You can't. You cannot tell me that. He finds out that his ex or his girlfriend, excuse me, saw you can't tell me that when Sarah said I saw Oliver, Matt was like, You're a bitch. And Sarah was like, I think we need to take a break. That's I how mean, it happened. And I will not be taking further comments at this time. Okay. So that happened. And so Matt's obviously, so they have a falling out. And he's like, It's better if we're just like, and she's like, Yeah, I never want to see you again anyway. So that's uh, it. Wow. That escalated. Yeah, like they pretty much cut it off. And they're like, And she ends up um so they're both libras yeah so she ends up going uh planning on moving away because she's like i you know what i can't stand it here my dad's in a relationship with one of the ladies she's known their whole life and uh so she feels like he's good and so she's like i'm just gonna go i'm gonna go because i'm not gonna tell anybody right away but i'm gonna go after christmas Date number 10 is with a guy who's doing wine tasting and he's oh, the kind of person still going on dates. Heard. Yeah, this is 10. <laughs> so um, they go on a date and he sort of like knows everything, has something to say about everything. And Ooh. she's like, wow. yeah. So she just it's sort of like a whatever date because she knows like from the beginning, like it's not going to go anywhere. Pack it up, um, Einstein. Right. And number. So right. She, so she's gotten um, all her stuff figured out. She's going to go live with her friend in London after the holidays. and In she- London, in it. And so she tells Laura <laughs> that she's going to move. And Laura essentially tells her, like, wait a minute. I need to tell you something before you leave. And I don't know if this is going to change anything, but I need to tell you. I need to tell you something, love. Jesus Christ. So uh, she basically says that what happened, the big fight that happened, like, right before college or during college, uh, Matt and Kate slept together. And he kind of couldn't handle it. And neither could she like neither one of them really wanted to admit that it was like a big deal. And so by the time he got the balls to say that, she was heartbroken and was traveling the world. And so he was like, well, I'm not going to say anything. He told Laura not to say anything because he didn't want to change any plans like on sort of like the idea that she would stick around for him so or come back for him. So then he ended up getting married and being married for a few months and then uh, breaking like his wife and him amicably just were like, this isn't right. Let's break up. So they divorced. And <clears throat> that's sort of when he went back to the pear tree 
this the type of dude mm-hmm. that sucks? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you should have said something. But it's not even that. It's that you expect me after all of this, and I'm sure this is going to happen. You expect me to pity you because you held on to your feelings for such a long time and you didn't say anything to anybody. You kept it to yourself. Uh-uh, I'm, I'm, I don't want to hear it. No. In this day and age, when you can pick up a cell phone and call me, no. No, that's an opinion. That's a look. That's it. But people don't feel their feelings very well either. So uh, there's like a whole. Yeah, apparently Matt can't feel his feelings very well because he hears that Sarah saw her ex saw with only her eyeballs, Mm -hmm. and is like, right. So, um, so then Kate gets upset with Laura. Because she's like, why are you like, why did you keep this to yourself? I mean, that's such a female move, but she was Wait, like, Kate is upset with Laura because she knew that Matt was upset. Had been in love, had been in love with her and didn't oh. tell her, even though like that's not on Laura's business. Right. So um she has Kate has a heart to heart with her dad, who basically said that Laura is a really good friend for having not told her because she who she is now somebody who is like um somebody who's like mature and adventurous and well adjusted and it's successful and like you wouldn't be all those things who knows what you would be but you wouldn't be who you are now if she had told you and you would have tried to make that work with matt and so she goes back and she apologizes to laura um and then it's on to oh, date number 12. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry. It's date number 11. We're close. Okay. So okay. date number 11 is they're, they're all matched up. She's matched up with, uh, I don't remember this guy's name. Sorry. But Who she's, cares? She's, they're going to make gingerbread houses. And he's a Scottish guy who is um, an architect. And so every time she makes a suggestion, he says no. And he starts using like you're only supposed to use like what they what they provide you. And he has something else like in his bag that he's going to use to make everything like better and more like improved. And so Mm. she ends up when it's the decorating portion, she ends up putting the decorations. She normally likes everything like like as it should go color coded, organized. But she just started globbing stuff on just to piss him off. That's me. And I get the gingerbread house put together and I'm so frustrated at that point. It's like, fuck this shit. Yeah. So she ends up like just doing it. And so she globs on and just like puts this because he wanted all white candies and she puts this red candy like right in the middle of it. And he's like, yeah, like a big F you. And he's like, I can't believe you just did that. And it just goes on and on. And he ends up losing it and smashing Mm -hmm. the whole the gingerbread house you know what king energy <laughs> no ma'am low-key <laughs> what an no, absolute ma'am. banana sack like just banana sack energy. like are you kidding if that was a guy i was on a date with i'd be like someone call the police <laughs> like this man is freaking out over a gingerbread house someone called the authorities like, immediately with haste 999 police. 999 yes so that happens and then 
there's a lot of like Kate sort of dodging meeting up or seeing Matt. She sees him and kind of ducks into the into the uh bushes because she sees him closing up the pear tree and like me? ducking there. into the bushes to avoid talking to a man could never be me. Could never be me. You better be annoy like, me, baby girl. Listen, it's like let's have a confrontation. Talk to me. Like in look fact, me in I'm the gonna eye. I'm gonna look you name. in the eye when I'm passing you. I'm not gonna say anything because that's too confrontational, but I'm definitely glaring. So anyway, so she sees um Matt and Sarah and Sarah? is like, oh what they're getting well, they're getting back together. They're like carrying things. He's carrying things out with her. And like, so it kind of looks like they're back together. So she's like, great. Now I can really go back to London and like not worry about him or like, like that I messed anything up. Like, it's fine. And so um, date number 12, we're coming to a close guys. Oh date number 12 is a movie in the frigid park. And so I'm staying she's home. Side? Immediately staying home. So oh. she, yeah. Unless so I have she a fire right, even then. Yeah. Never mind. I was going to say a fire in front of me, but no, even a even space then, no heater, thanks. and I'm in a tent. So mm. before the date, um, Laura's is doing this big old like holiday dinner feast thing at the manor for the Lord and Lady who own it, and um, they have ordered in all these different animals. So there's a big truck that ends up toppling over and all the little birds and stuff that they had uh ordered to go to the manor are all escaping matt oh, no. is terrified of as birds. they should right matt is terrified of birds and a bird ends up in the cafe with him everybody in the cafe who's scared of birds you do too Kathy. listen okay i, mean, I, I guess it's legit i guess birds legit. are drones oh. that were killed by reagan in the 80s and he uses them to spy on us. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. Period. So she basically um, sees that everybody in the cafe has come out of the cafe. And then um, she goes in because she doesn't see Matt. And she's like, Matt, where are, are you in here? And he kind of like is huddled behind the cash register because there's a, like a little pheasant. So she captures the pheasant. And they have like this weird interaction, and he ends up kissing her, like full body kiss, pulling her clothes. Full body, full body kiss, full girl. Like body, oh, oh, oh. my pee you know? kissing your pee pee. Whoa! <laughs> you said full body. <laughs> That's full body, dude. So, but like, just like pulls her in, and she like is like just shook, and. But, I don't know, guys. Okay. I don't know if I approve okay. of this one. But she runs away because she's well, like, she no, I'm leaving. Too little, too late, bitch. I'm leaving. Fair and enough. also, you're back with Sarah. And I'm not here to mess that up. So she leaves. Day number 12 is happening. She she picks Drew to go with, the gay guy. Because she's like, I don't want any more shit. I'm moving to London. Yeah, I don't want any more of it. So Drew's already met matched up with a guy named Archie and they're like well he didn't match up he met him in the laundromat and so they're like having really like a romantic time and um and so they're just there as friends obviously so uh Matt ends up showing up and sort of like confesses his love for her 
And she's like, I'm going to London. He's like, please don't go. Please don't oh. go to London. He was like, and I don't mean like, don't go now. He's like, I, I mean, don't go ever. And she's like, wait a minute. You're with Sarah. And he, I saw you bringing bags. You were carrying bags home. Like, and he goes, no, she came pick up some stuff because her primary school was putting on a play. And um, the people who were helping with the costumes left him at the pear tree. And so he was just helping her because Oliver had come and pick her, picked her up. So that was not what it seemed. And so they basically kiss and she basically. ends up staying in town. They kiss. She ends up staying in town. They do sleep together. And the next huh. morning, her dad ends up at the house and is like... I didn't, you know, you're sleeping late. It's weird. What are you doing? And then finds out that Matt's there too. And he's like, finally. And it just ends up with a happily ever after. The end. Wait. What happened when they slept together? Yeah. What? Okay. So let me get to my one scene in the entire book. And you're like, just. Yeah. So they ended up sleeping together. Excuse me. The whole point of this. Okay. So I missed the whole point. As I've said before, I wanted something wholesome. She's this like, was asked closed, and answered, Your Honor. This is a closed door romance, which means what? What? it's my pepper's rating is bell pepper. Um, but what I recommended, <laughs> but what I recommended, bell pepper. I definitely yes. would recommend it. This was such a good book. It was snarky in a great way. The pacing was fantastic. All the characters had really good backgrounds. It was just a really lovely story. Um, oh, shoot. I missed the biggest part. Richard. What happened to Richard? What happened to Dick? Okay. So she's on a night out with Richard. They're getting shoisted. And she ends up in a bar. This is after the fight that she's had with Matt. She ends up at the bar. And Matt, because he needs to pee, like Richard needs to pee. So uh, she sees Matt and walks right out. And then there's like a a brouhaha in the bar. And Richard and Matt come out. And Matt's like, tell her or I'm going to tell her. And Richard's like, what the hell are you talking about? And he's like, tell her or I'm going to tell her. And Richard's like, I don't understand why you're so so upset. So Matt just says, he's married. (gasps) He's married and he's not telling you. He was on the phone oh. in the bathroom with his wife saying that he was staying out on business tonight and will be home Nicholas. tomorrow. Oh, and so gross. he he basically says, yeah, but that's the game. And then she's like, F you. And he's gone. Well, Sorry. I don't know. I got too caught up in the love story. Anyway, but it is re- a really good book. I do recommend it. I've pretty much given you all the highlights. And I believe less than an hour, but um, God, yeah. So, damn it! I told you I was going wholesome. I went closed door, and this was kind of an accident because this was very recommended <clears throat> on TikTok, and some people were kind of alluding to it that it was like spicy, but it's a lot more like flirty and fun and like just like a good time. I know. Sorry, guys. I, I really read that was the same way. It was like super hyped up on TikTok, and they're like. I love this love story and like this one scene and I read it and it's like closed yeah, that's not the- door. We don't even talk about boobies. Right. <laughs> like 
I mean, the most that happens was hands were up jumpers and uh, like felt feeling her thighs enough. feeling her thighs Mm -hmm. getting warm and stuff like that like but again i would 100 percent recommend this book it's actually really cute and if it's a bell pepper but you recommend yeah because listen i don't i don't love every i'm not reading for the smut the smut's kind of a funny aside i really kind of like if you have a good story and good smut then like we're like chef's kiss but I read the smutty shit because it's hilarious. And who yeah. does it? Who do we know? I would love to know anyone that does any of those things that are in these books. So if you're going to people's houses and uh, putting roses on their table and then walking Well, I've out, never toyed with a Mothman slip before. So. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Held pumpkin balls in your hand. No, certainly uh, Get in touch. Had an alien's second dongle touch. I mean, yeah. (laughs) But anyway, that is The 12 Dates of Christmas. All right. And uh, yeah, by Jenny Bayless. What a book. What a book. Well, thanks for sharing. Hopefully mine next week won't be like that. But I'm pretty sure it will be. Or mine whenever we record it. Listen, this is palette cleansers. Like, I feel like, you know, like these little like asides of not getting, you know, dicked up, you know, these are just asides. I at least expect to get dicked down. I think it's down. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. You're right. Anyway, but yeah. (laughs) What a time. What a time we had. Yeah. So um, next week, the glorious Ren will Mm. be bringing us. That coochie. So, well, we can hope it might be closed door. Yeah. It is a novella, so it'll be a little shorter. And then Gabby is rounding out our holidays with a Christmas uh, episode. So, that doesn't mean it's going to be Christmas themed, but it will be on Christmas. So, yeah, I think it's holiday or something. Yeah. But, I digress. I digress. Folks, have a great winter time. May you the odds ever be in your favor. Wow. That's not... Josh yeah. Hutcherson. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? Bye, y'all. <laughs> Can you blow my whistle, baby? Whistle, baby. Let me...